Welcome. Your journey starts with improving every aspect of your life. Let's Talk Corelicious Leave Room for Dessert podcast is about discovering your true potential, overcoming your fears, and fighting life like the brave warrior that you are. Be sure to hit the like, comment, and follow button. Your host, Miss V, the Core of Life coach, has over 20 years of military and personal life experiences transforming lives from a caterpillar to a butterfly and bringing on the top influencers, successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and more who are rock stars in life, business, and relationships. On days when everything seems overwhelming, someone must remind you that there is light at the end of the tunnel. And with rain comes rainbows. What seems difficult to swallow today is exactly where you'll derive your strength from on the days to come. You are greater than your fears and braver than you seem. Miss V, the core life coach, shares how the hurdles of today will build your tomorrow if you take the right road. Your brighter future demands that you can step up now and change the game for yourself. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another electrifying episode of Let's Talk Coalitions, Leave Room for Dessert podcast. I am your host, Belisa L. Taylor, trauma breakthrough specialist and healing and forgiveness advocate. And not to mention, the first season, I was Miss V, the core life coach. And we are now on episode two, no, I'm sorry, episode 18, season two on bbsradio.com slash let's talk. This has been a wonderful journey, and I am so excited to have our special guest here. But before we go into introducing the man of the hour. I want to let you know we are on 100 digital platforms, including iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts. Now, today we have the immense pleasure introducing our extraordinary guest, Roderick Robinson. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much, Valessa. Prepare to be inspired as we delve into Roger's remarkable journey of triumph and accomplishments, showcasing his unwavering determination and exceptional abilities. From a young age, Roger's talent for greatness radiated brightly as he secured medals at the prestigious Watts Sumner Olympics at the tender age of seven. This early success paved the way for an extraordinary athlete career where Roderick emerged as a trailblazer on high school school track teams, leading them to consecutive city titles and invitational victories. His ability to inspire and motivate others left an unforgettable 
impression on every path he walked. Fueled by a passion for service, Roger dedicated eight years of his life to the military, climbed the ranks to become a highly esteemed E-5 nuclear weapons instructor. His dedication and hard work highlighted his immense responsibility and expertise. In 1983, Roger embarked on a new chapter in his career at Xerox, where his exceptional performance and unwavering commitment propelled him to corporate ladder. His outstanding achievements led him to being recognized as a distinguished service manager, placing him on the top 10% of employees. Very impressive. During the early 90s, Roger discovered his profound talent for network marketing, showcasing exceptional skills in teamwork, mentorship, and leadership. Through his unwavering commitment and dedication, Roger achieved remarkable success, earning impressive five-figure income checks. He firmly believes that dreams can become a reality through collective effort and teamwork. And this belief has shaped his approach to supporting and building the foundation of success. Roger's latest venture is with NUMI, an extraordinary opportunity in the home business industry. Recognizing NUMI's triple A rating, triple A, triple A plus rating, that is, and immense potential for growth and financial freedom. Roger has set his sights on empowering 25 individuals this year to break free from the constraints mm -hmm. of traditional employment and embrace true freedom in their time, health, and finances. He invites you to join him on this thrilling journey of turning dreams into tangible reality. I love that. And this captivating episode will deep dive into Roger's transformative journey, exploring the pivotal moments that shaped his success. We'll also discuss the profound impact NUMI has had on the lives of individuals who have joined the opportunity, unveiling inspiring stories of personal and financial transformation. Additionally, Roger will share the key principles and values that Naomi, NUMI upholds and promotes among its members, giving us valuable insights into the foundation of their success. But that's not all. We have an exciting segment prepared for you today. We'll be asking Roderick rapid fire questions to get to know him a deeper level. Get ready for some quick and thought-provoking questions that will give us a glimpse into the man behind the achievement. Now, without further ado, let's dive into this captivating conversation with Roger Robinson and discover the keys to unlocking your true potential. So let's go into it right now. Can you tell us more about your experience winning medal at the Watt Sumner Olympics at such a young age? Well, Melissa, you know, uh, back in the day we had community and so this was an organization that was formed by the community to have youth uh, do something with their life and build a dream for them. And so this organization called Woodcraft Rangers 
brought us together as a community and, and allowed us to go out and, for one, see the rest of the world. Number two, compete uh, on a competitive level uh, with other people from around the city and other cities. And this particular Watts Summer Olympics was put together for that purpose. And so this uh, allowed us to compete. Uh, the great thing was that our, our neighborhood was talented, and uh, I had the opportunity to compete with people up to twice my age and bring home the medals in the 50-yard dash, 75-yard dash, and the little relays that we have, which took two or three of us. Oh, wow. That's very impressive. So how did your early athletic success shape your mindset and approach to achieving goals? One thing that I learned early on, Melissa, is that I can't do it by myself, especially when you're doing competitive sports, when there's things like your family, like your community. It takes more than just one person. So there's no I in team. When we bond together, we're stronger. And at that point, the weakest link even becomes stronger. So we just become a unit. And the body has many members, but when we come together, we're strong. Awesome, awesome. Well said. Can you share some of the challenges you faced while leading your high school track team to consecutive city titles and invitational triumphs? Well, that's that's a hard one, Vanessa, but I'll try to put it in a few words for you. Um, one thing is getting everybody on the same page, and we did that by putting the dream out there. What's possible? What have we already achieved? Where are our shortcomings? And how can we bolster those up to become a formidable force? And so, you know, once you get everybody's attitude in check, and we're helping each other, not saying that they were bad, but get everybody with the winning mindset, uh, we went to work. And so we helped each other, one person's weakness, another person's strength. If we saw something that could help one another. So we went to lunches and, you know, we did little things at the school to bond as a unit. And yeah. this allowed us to be, uh, a family instead of just a team. I love that. Instead of uh, uh, we're a family instead of just a team. That is awesome. What lessons did you learn about leadership and teamwork during your time as a track team leader? What I learned is when you can build a dream, build a dream and you add in teamwork, it equals winners. And so the body, as I stated earlier, has many, many members. And we function to help one another to reach a specific goal. So that part of learning leadership came back to the community, Woodcraft Rangers, and it was kind of a stepping stone, uh, building their beliefs while building my belief. And so that allowed us to all elevate together. Oh, wow. Wow, that's impressive. How did your military service contribute to your personal and professional growth? Oh, my military days, um, boot camp. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Um, when I opted to go into the military, I had no idea, Melissa, what I was in for. Um, I went in, got on the bus and the recruiter, and we went down to San Diego, and there was probably 150 of us on this bus. They ushered us off the bus, put us in the room, Three o'clock that morning, they threw these big old 50-gallon trash cans on the floor. Everybody was in shock. Shot us up, man. Everybody got their hair cut off. Everybody was bald-headed at the same time. Listen, 
what it taught us in short was nobody's better than the other one. We all started at the bottom, but we all will work our way to the top through discipline, through communication, and through following through on the goals so that everybody wins. And so in the military, that thing about no person left behind carries over into everything I do in life. Oh, wow. That's powerful. Can you tell us about your journey to becoming a nuclear weapons instructor in the military? Uh, That journey started out um, after I got out of boot camp. I was supposed to go for my associated training. Um, And so this was during Vietnam and the end of Vietnam. And so they uh, waived that, and we went on over uh, to that area and got the evacuees out on the last part of it. Uh, And so my school was postponed. But during that part, uh, my first time on the ship, some of those things I learned in boot camp were uh, even more so prevalent because now I heard the term military readiness. And the disciplines from boot camp went over because the discipline that I had, military readiness means I had to stay ready so I don't have to get ready. And I learned that people are watching us uh, through the way. And so as I performed and elevated in that way, I was offered an opportunity because they saw who I was, not who I was trying to be. That's how who I was. And that potential, they gave me two directions, a chance to be um, uh, EOS officer, which is an enlisted officer, or going to nuclear weapons instructing, and that's the path I chose. Awesome. What skills and qualities did you develop during your military career that have been valuable in your entrepreneur journey? You know, God is good, Belisa. Through all of these journeys, even from back in the days of Woodcraft Rangers, um, I learned the value of team and family. I, mm. I learned the responsibility for caring for one another. And so in the military, the accountability, communication, and adaptability were key things that were honed and prepared me to go into the next level. Awesome. How did your time at Xerox contribute to your professional development and success? Xerox at the time, um, they wanted people from the military. Why? Because of the skills that they had, again, that accountability, communication, adaptability, and ability to perform individually if needed. And that was something that Xerox was looking for. So they operate on a team concept, again, a body with many members, but each has its own gift contributing to the overall success. So it was kind of a shoe-in for me. Um, Mm -hmm. At this particular time, um, I was going to college. They uh, invited me to take a test on a Saturday. They hired me that Sunday. They gave me an offering and what they call the OPT uh, division, which was a specialized division. And the manager at that time, he put it on my shoulders. He said, listen, you're going to either open the door for people to follow you or you're going to close the door and you'll be the only one. Hmm. That's powerful. Yeah. And so I had to stand up and, and be counted. And so that opened the door for me to have other accomplishments within Xerox. Awesome. I love that. I had to stand up 
and be counted, which leads me into my next question. Can you share some of the accomplishments and achievements that led you to being recognized as a distinguished service manager at Xerox? Yes. Um, as I started my tour within Xerox, the OPT division was not the copier division. It was actually uh, the computer division before they sold it to IBM. So this was something that was kind of elite. This was something back in the day, I'm talking about the early 80s, dealing with voice recognition and some other things. And so we were in some prominent people's offices. I mean, J. Paul Getty offices, you know, the lawyers in Beverly Hills and such. And so the spotlight is always on you. How are you performing? How are you communicating with the customer? How are you resolving resolution? Um, how are you dressing? You know, all of these things took part. And so with that being said, I started to get customers calling in, say, you know, we want Roderick back because he took care of business. He was courteous. He was professional. He let me know exactly what was going on. He let me know when he was finished. He wrote the report and shared it with me. So all of these things began to get me customer satisfaction reviews. I was getting so many, in fact, that they didn't want to give me any more. They said, where are you going to put all these things at? And But at the same time, the other managers were like, how can you help my team to get those types of reviews? Because, again, what are we doing? We're building retention. We have satisfied customers that don't go anywhere. They spend our money with us. And, and now we have, again, we're building a family. So that opened the door for me to start elevating within Xerox to the point where a particular uh, opening came in for office products division. They said, hey, let's put this guy in there. Usually, you're supposed to have a degree in such and such an area, but my performance and my hands-on mm -hmm. spoke more than a degree, and that opened the door for me. Awesome. What inspired you to explore network marketing as a career path? Listen, this is a good one. Uh, back in the day, you know, we were all working hard. Um, the managers' managers were always gone doing whatever. They had their boats. They had their vacations. They had their dreams. Oh, yeah, we had vacations too, but they were not as extravagant as those. And when you were invited to their parties, you saw the difference. And so mm. when someone approached me with the idea, uh, vision, should I say, of time freedom, income freedom, travel, health, controlling my time, being my own boss, tax break, and which was over 101 more than what I was already getting. That got me at all. But um, I already knew how to work hard. I wanted to play hard. So when they brought that to me, I was open to it. Okay. How did you discover your talent for net market, network marketing, and what made you decide to pursue it further? What I found out, Alessa, um, was that I did not have to do anything new. What I was doing, talking to people, sharing, helping people, I was already doing it. But what they showed me was I wasn't getting paid for it. So now they're showing me that I can get paid for what I was already doing. They were transferable skills. Um, wow. And so that kind of interested me and intrigued me. So I kind of pursued it further from there. Okay. 
Can you share some of the challenges you face when starting your network marketing journey and how you overcame them? Oh, man. When it was time for me to talk to my first person and dial that first number, that phone weighed about 1,000 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I don't know this. From who? What am I going to say? You know? <laughs> And, 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 you know, I got these, back in the day, we had these 20 pages of scripts, say this, do that. Man, I was sweating. I, I was like a butterfly going down burning. I was like, oh, Lord, what am I going to do? Um, and, and so overcoming the fear of talking to people, I was good at it at Xerox and, and you know, other places, but now I'm doing this for myself, and the fear of failure had gripped me. And so I had to go back. Um, excuse me for this, but I'm not ashamed. Second Timothy one seven. God hasn't given me the spirit of fear, but a power and a love and a sound mind. I had to go stand on that a few times to get past what it was that was hindering me. And wow. once I had gotten past that and allowed me to know who I am, to transfer to what I was trying to do, it became a little bit better. And then my mentors start telling me, you know, what is your why? Well, my why is this. Is, is your why bigger than that? No. If it's not, you need a bigger why. And at the end of the day, I had to put my dreams higher than what I was seeing. And those no's gradually began to turn into yeses. So I learned where my strength was. And so now I can kind of encourage others that may be feeling the same way. Awesome. Well said. Which leads me into my next question. What role does teamwork play in achieving success in network marketing? I would say the role of teamwork is, is very simply uh, put out. What do we see in ads? They work tirelessly, but they each work equally. So, if everybody does a little bit, everybody gets a bonus. If everybody mm -hmm. grabs a little food, everybody eats. Mm -hmm. If everybody has a little success, everybody gets paid. So teamwork is just working together as we already should be doing. We just have a common goal, and we all have room at the top of the plateau for our own dreams and realities. Awesome. That's well said there. How do you approach mentoring and supporting others in the network marketing industry? I approach it and just being myself. I'm always encouraging. I'm always loving. I tell everyone I never met a person that I didn't like. It may be something that I don't like about you, which is a character trait, but you as a person, I never met one that I didn't like. So. As God has loved me, I love you. And so if I have an opportunity and you have an ear to hear, I will share. Awesome. Can you tell us about some of your most significant achievements and milestones in the network marketing industry? I've been in this industry for about 30, 31 years. Um, I've been in a couple of companies that failed me. I've been in a company that I was scared of, so I failed for myself. 
I've been in a few companies where um, the leadership or the five pillars of success uh, have been in place. And so what that means is that the product is good, the leadership is good, the opportunity is at the right time, and you have all of these things in place so you can plug in and now you can elevate. And so what has happened for me in past years and which is going on currently is I have this opportunity to have five, six, seven figure income checks that I can also help others get the same. Here's the thing. You know, you have your neighbors and everybody goes to work every day. Your neighbors may have a better job than you. They may have a lesser job than you. But as a community, when times are rough, we all bond together. In network marketing, we do the same thing, but we stay bonded even when times are not rough. Why? Because we get to enjoy the good times together. That's awesome. What advice do you have for individuals who are interested in pursuing a career in network marketing? The advice I have, first off, is the person that introduced it to you, interview them. Make sure that's somebody that you want to work with before you go and interview the company. And if you're going to interview the company, listen, there's companies out there that sell dog food. Don't mean you have to eat it. But if the company has something and you can see it growing, if they have leadership, if they have postings and things that shows you who they are, what they do, how they did it, and you can see longevity, then there's something to invest in. But at the end of the day, you have to see if this is something that's going to help you achieve your dream. Awesome. How do you how did you come across Numi and what made you see it as an extraordinary opportunity? Blessed to be honest with you, when Numi was first introduced to me, I was done with network marketing. The uh, last company that I was with uh, during COVID, COVID kind of took them out um, because of everything that was going on. And so um, I was kind of done. But I got a call from a friend of mine, and uh, Nikki, she said, hey. I said, hey. She said, have you heard of glutathione? I said, no. I said, what is that? You got to try it. Well, Nikki, I know, like, and trust. And so she's always been close to me. In fact, when I was with the other company, she was the first one to come and introduce her to me. So I said, you know what? I'm going to try it. And I went ahead and tried it. And when I started seeing the results, when everything that she told me was being validated, I said, I'm all in. And so I did my research. I went back. I checked the company. I had an opportunity to meet Stephen Scott, who is an awesome, awesome guy. Uh, he has, man, done so many things. Um, you've heard of the Total Gym and, and some of the other things uh, on the TV infomercial. So this was something that uh, he uh, decided to do for us instead of putting it on TV this time. So, man, um, I just tell you it's hard to put it into uh, words, but I found a place that had everything that I was looking for. And so 
with that being said, I jumped in with both feet. I haven't regretted it. We had our two-year birthday last uh, July. We went to Utah to the corporate office, and such a humble but very professional, and it works like a well-oiled battleship. Everything's on time and place. The personalities are there. The leadership's there. The company's debt-free. We've grown into over 65 countries in less than two years. So Uh it's the right tone, right place, right product, right leadership, and I'm a part of it. Awesome. What does the AAA plus rating of NUMI signify, and how does it contribute to its potential for growth and financial freedom? I'm going to read to you straight uh, from the uh, business from home. NUMI ranked as AAA plus opportunity for 2024. NUMI, a startup network marketing company, is selling health products, NutraSwish, Skincare, NutraSkin, and also hers, which is for women, and has a solid reputation in the industry, taking bold strides in 23. Um, founder and CEO Stephen K. Scott has spent his whole life searching for breakthrough products, and this is what we have. Purchasing the rights to those products, and you've seen some of them, like I was saying, Total Jam and uh, other weight loss products and stuff. So what they have said, basically, is that Numi at this point in time, is the best place to start your dream and build a legacy. That's powerful, which leads me into the next question. How do you plan to empower 25 individuals this year through NUMI? It's pretty simple. Um, NUMI is a company that is turnkey, saying that when you buy a car, all you got to do is jump in. Everything is already in place. In fact, NUMI doesn't even charge monthly or enrollment fees. You can get in for free, take a look around, get ready to start your business. But it gives people an opportunity to plug into somebody that they know, like, and trust. And if they have a dream, mm-hmm. through what we have, we have what we call NUMI 123. This is step-by-step that we work with you and mentor you along the way. So I'm 25 people is my goal for this year to get them to financial success. Whether it's an extra 500 a month, whether it's an extra 5,000, whatever it may be. I don't make income claims, but I'm just saying, if you have a dream and you're willing to put in the work, the rewards are there. Awesome. What are some of the benefits and advantages of breaking free from the constraints of traditional employment and embracing a home business opportunity like NUMI? I would tell you this, uh, my personal experience and, and also my daughter's, the opportunity to not have to jump up to the rooster in the morning, not like have that. to... <laughs> Listen, I don't have to get out in the slow old five traffic and drive two hours to a location. I don't have to drive through McDonald's, Jack in the Box, or Burger King to try to get something that's not beneficial for me. I don't have to go pay the babysitter. I don't have to do anything outside of what normal people should be able to do with their lives, which is get up, enjoy the sunshine, make your way. You already know what your plans are for the day. 
follow through on your plans, help others do the same, and end up being a blessing for everybody. Awesome. Can you share some success stories of individuals who have achieved financial freedom through NUMI? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, in fact, my sponsor, uh, Nicole Burchett, um, who has actually been in here maybe six months longer than me, um, she's been working at this, and she's such a lovely lady. She's so giving and so loving. Uh, she's been helping people, and, and so this past December, she hit the top rank of the company, mm. okay, which is Crown Diamond. Um, and there's only three of them total in the company right now. Oh, wow. And so, yes, it's so exciting to see her hit that rank. Um, Alex Monterosa is a, another one of those crowns. Um, and so we, we have these, these crowns just starting to pop off, which means is that the company is growing, the opportunity is there, people are loving the results. And if I had the time, I would go into testimonies. We actually have a testimony page within Facebook. Uh, if people would like to hear or see some of those testimonies, they're there. Um, but for myself, I, I feel better. I look good. And I'll be 68 in a few days, close to the end of the month. But I feel mm -hmm. like I'm 25. Awesome. How do you balance your time, health, and finances while pursuing entrepreneur endeavors? Well, I tell everybody when they first start, don't quit your job to start a business that doesn't have any income. Stay at your job until your income replaces your job. So for everybody that's working, keep what you got doing. You do what you have to do from nine to five, eight to five, but then you come home and put in an hour or two for yourself. Invest into your own dream. Invest into your own vision. Drive something for yourself. The retirement from the nine to five is not promised, neither is the 401k. And so what do you do for yourself? I guarantee you, everybody that's in upper management, they're diversifying, they're doing other things. It's not just a job. How do you get ahead by doing more than the next person? And so you invest the time until you can get an ROI on time. The thing about network marketing, again, a lot of people doing a little bit at the end of the day. I like the way Jay Paul Getty said, I'd rather have 1% of 100 people giving me input. I could lose 33% and still have 60-plus percent left, still bringing me income. So now, in network marketing, if somebody drop off, and they do, you still have income. But if you go to work and they say the doors are closing, you have no income. Absolutely. What kind of support and resources does NUMI provide to its members to help them succeed? Oh, man, this is the exciting part of NUMI. NUMI has total support. I mean, we not only have regional meetings, we have uh, nightly Zooms. Some of them are direct for the product. Some of them are direct for the opportunity. Some of them are just testimonies. Um, even Stephen Scott himself comes on these Zooms and does them 
because he's that passionate about what we have. But not only that, the full service back office that we have. As I stated before, we have the NUMI 123. We have anything that you may want to print that is legal. We have all of the training videos where you can pause and start at your own pace. Everything is here. Class is in session when you log in your back office. And so even with me, if my downline calls me and says, can we do a three-way call, there we go. Why? Because now we can now validate that new person as a, as a leader, validate NUMI as a company, and validate me as being a support to you when you come on. So, again, we have that family unit that we're building. And so now longevity comes into place. And so when a company tells you that you can have a will, to pass on this income to your family's family when you go away, then that's telling you that we're going to be here for the long haul. Awesome, awesome. Can you share some strategies and tips for building a strong foundation for success in a home business like Doomy? Absolutely. First thing is never learn how to quit. Mm, Second thing, yes. The second thing is, if you have a problem, call up. Don't complain to your downline. Mm, okay. Your downline doesn't have the answers. Your upline has the answers. But you want to keep your downline motivated. So if you have an issue that nine times out of ten is probably not an issue at all, get it resolved. Then come back and encourage your upline. The other strategy or one of the other strategies, I would say, keep it duplicatable. If the company has a plan of success, such as NUMI123, everybody follow the plan. You don't have to recreate the wheel. We already have ground diamonds in the company. So if it worked for them, it'll work for you. If it worked for them and worked for you, it'll work for everybody that comes behind you. So keep to the path of duplication. And I'm going to tell it used to be books, tapes, and seminars, but now it's uh, books, training, Zooms, and seminars. So stay plugged in. If you stay close to the fire, when you decide to build your own fire, they're going to come see it, whether it burns or not. So I love Thank you, thank you. I just stay encouraged. Uh, never learn how to quit. Here's where your dream, if it's big enough, you're not going to quit on it. Uh, the guy, Dale Maloney, used to tell me, hey, aim for the sun. If you land on the moon, you're still above the stars. Ooh, that's nice. Very nice. How do you stay motivated and overcome challenges in your entrepreneur journey? For me, Melissa, my experience, my past, um, everything is a test. Now, it's up to you to make it a testimony. If I never learn how to quit, if I'm willing to see it through to the end, if I seek advice for those that have been where I'm trying to go and I see them, that encourages me and lets me know that I can make it. And when they're willing to reach out a hand, let me see where I can help you, then I have everything I need. I have more than franchise support. I have family support. I have those that generally care about me, my well-being, my dream, my vision, and those people that are following me. 
Awesome. Can you tell us about any personal development practices or habits that have contributed to your success? Every day I try to read something from a motivational book, whether it's Jim Rome, whether it's Les Brown, whether it's Stephen Scott. I try to listen to a motivational video, whether it's a saying from your website or something from one of the seminars. I journal a lot, and so sometimes I'll go back and look at my journal and just look at something. You know, it's like back here, way back in 2011, I wrote, what if you become what you think about? It's the power of attraction. And um, this was Earl Nightingale uh, wrote that, but I won't go all the way into it because I know we're running on time. But that's, those are some of the keys. Because if I've done it once, I can do it again. If somebody else has done it, I can do it again. And so now, if I have two positive, my negative has got to give up. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. What are some common misconceptions about the home business industry, and how does Numi address them? One of the most misconceived is it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah. And I tell it Yeah, you got you heard that one, right? Yeah. And I tell everybody, don't you know that pyramids are illegal even though the government is a pyramid? They say how so? I say, who do you have at the top? President? Who do you have underneath that? Senate and Congress? I say, okay, so it gets wider and wider as you go down, huh? Where do you fit in there? At the bottom. Oh, who gets benefits? They do. So in NUMI, if everybody starts out the same and you have the power to go as far or as little as you want, who's in control? I am. Mm -hmm. Who's control with the government? They are. Yes. And so you, you address those things. A lot of people are afraid because they've been taught so much to depend on others. They are afraid to depend upon themselves and reach out and stand on their own two feet, put on the big boy pants or the big girl pants, and let who you are shine. Because we all have greatness within us. But it's been pushed down. It's now an opportunity to let it shine. Be who you are. Don't be anybody else. You'll be a bad somebody else, but you'll be the greatest you because there's nobody else like you. I love that. How do you define success? And how has your definition evolved throughout your career? I define success in a couple of different ways. Uh, First one is I'm a success if I did more today than I did yesterday. Okay. Because I'm on a pathway that takes steps. And so if I'm taking the steps and I'm moving forward, Mm -hmm. I start to see results. I'm moving forward with a little bit more authority. And when I have somebody join me in taking those steps, I gain more confidence. They gain more confidence. We're both getting success. And so we keep driving. And then we bring others. You see, again, you build that fire, people come see you burn. But if you're having successes, I've had people that say, oh, no, I don't want to be a part of that. Come back a year later, hey, hey, how's that going? You still do? You know, maybe I want to take a look at it. Consistency being who I am, 
and allowing them to love me for who I am, not for what, you know, other people may want you to be. Be yourself, but be the best version of yourself. Awesome. What role does mindset play in achieving success as an entrepreneur? And how do you cultivate a positive and growth-oriented mindset? You know, I learned earlier on, Melissa, if I think I can, I will. If I think I can't, I won't. Yes. I had a famous uh, football player come and speak at one of our conferences, and he said these words, you can if you will. Mm. Okay. And so that really has to sink in because that's real, real deep. You can if you will. Mm. Yes. Okay. Can I do it? No, that's not what I asked you. I said you can if you will. Mm -hmm. I can do it and I will. And so the mindset determines the altitude. The Mm. will part determines the attitude. Mm. That's interesting. Yes. And so when I wake up in the morning, well, actually, I put it even further back. When I go to sleep at night, when I'm giving my thanks to the Lord for the day that he woke me up to let me know he wasn't done with me and that I've written my dreams down in blue ink according to Habakkuk 2, too, and keeping them right there, I already have a vision of what I need to do. And so in my dreams, that vision starts to play out. When I wake up in the morning, I'm already motivated. I'm already excited. When I'm giving thanks, I'm looking forward to doing some things that I planned for yesterday because I have a reason to go in that direction. If I didn't plan, if I wasn't excited, I wouldn't be motivated. I'd be sitting down as a couch potato skidding bud. Well, how do you define leadership and what qualities do you believe make a great leader? What I've learned, you can't lead if you haven't been taught. A lot of people want to lead. They've never been taught. And so leadership for myself is doing the things that you want other people to do by example and haven't been done them with success. A leader is a nurturer. A leader has compassion, but a leader also has hard love because there may be times where I have to call you when you're feeling doubtful on your dream. Mm -hmm. When you're feeling like you can't do something or you want to give up, I come back with this. I say, you know what? You have dreams. Yes. You have the power to give those dreams life. If you give up, when you get ready to graduate up or down, your dreams are going to be staring at you and say, you know what, Alessa, you could have gave me life. You could have seen me through. You could have did something we both could enjoy. But now those dreams, you and I are going to go to the same place without accomplishment. Wow. Can you share some strategies for managing finances and building wealth in a home business? I would say very simply, don't spend more than you make. 
You want to get your income, but you want to reinvest back in your company. You want to pay yourself 10%. Um, you want to put 10% into savings. And so this is something that you do the same way that you hopefully you did when you had a job. And so your company is your business. You want your business to grow. You have to invest into your business to get returns, ROI. But at the same time, you want to pay yourself because you have to make a living. And let's say, for instance, you make $1,000 a month. Great. You put $100 in savings. You put $100 in the bank. You put a little bit back into your business. You might put three, dollars $400 in your business. And you may have $300 to go take your wife or your husband to dinner starting out. As you start to grow, you scale. But stay mm-hmm. below your means until you can get what you need to go to the higher level. I love that. Can you share some tips for effective time management and productivity in the home business? For Numi, I'm just going to speak for Numi. I've been in several, but for Numi, this has been the most complete opportunity because their strategies uh, in the back office, Stephen K. Scott, I tell you, this man is a blessing. Uh, He loves the Lord and uh, he uses the Joseph principles um, and how this company was put together. So we have everything that you need in the back office to find out where your mindset is, find out who you are, if you're red, blue, green, purple, or gold, whatever it may be, and then how your attitude and your altitude can be put together to run where you want to run using the NUMI 1, 2, 3, but also there's inspiration back there. There's um, the calls and the Zooms that we have to help give you direction. And we actually do do some calls uh, on financial management. So everything is here. You plug in where you think you're missing. If you're like me, I want a little bit of everything because if I think I know something, let me go refresh it. I might have missed something. <laughs> mm, I get Awesome. Can you tell us about any mentors or role models who have influenced your entrepreneur journey? Uh, one was Big Al Schreider, um, who was the uh, little Texan with the 10-gallon hat that's on Texas. He's still around. Um, I would say Jim Rohn. I had a chance to meet all of these these fine young men. Uh, Les Brown, I would say, even uh, Stephen K. Scott. So all of these have poured something into me at some point. And because I journal or I have a book by them, I'm able to go back and reference um, where it's applicable. Times have changed a little bit, but people on people never changes. We may have the Internet. We may have Zoom. We may have all of that stuff, but nothing beats a phone call. Uh, Nothing beats uh, face-to-face. Nothing beats hearing that you're caring. You can't text that you care. I don't care who you send it to. They will not get the full power of that message. I get that. And speaking of messages, what advice do you have for aspiring entrepreneurs who are hesitant to take the first step? The advice I have is, listen, if you don't do anything, it's a no. If you jump out and fail, at least you tried. You can have confidence in the fact that 
I believed enough in what I wanted to do that I was willing to take action. At the end of the day, faith without works is dead. You can believe all you want, but until you step, you're not moving. Awesome. Well said. How do you envision the future of the home business industry, and what role do you see yourself playing in it? That's an awesome question. Um, the great thing is we've looked at the past three years um, since COVID. Working from home has become a bigger and bigger eye-opener. And so for opportunities like the one that we're sharing and talking about tonight and just opportunities in general, the playing field is being leveled. And so people are seeing the benefit of working home and if they choose to homeschool their children or just be home when they're home or be home when the husband gets home or just be home to settle your own stress to allow you to have more freedom of life, to have the opportunity to do the things that our ancestors did when there was a one person working and somebody was at home all the time. And so that home was always a home, not just an empty house when you came home. And so the changes now allow us to get back to community through other people working from home, being able to have a social atmosphere, able to generate compassion, life, and love, um, and turn our neighborhoods back into communities and the whole world because essentially through uh, Internet and, and networking, the whole world becomes closer. And so now we become a family. I mean, I have people in the Philippines. I have people in Hungary. I have people in Africa. We have an opportunity to come together because of networking and learn of each other's lives, learn of each other's challenges, pray for one another, help one another. We become a family. Awesome, awesome. So we're about to uh, wrap things up. How can the listeners get a hold of you? And when is your birthday? And I heard you're getting married. Oh, the getting married part was uh, it was a joke, but um, oh, okay. <laughs> I, everybody uh, okay. didn't read it to the end. I, I say, when you find me somebody to marry, then I'm going to think about it. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't read it to the end, but I, I was like, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> it it so will come. I'm already speaking it into manifestation. It shall come. Uh, my birthday is February 25th. And uh, if they want to get in touch with me, first of all, they can go to my website, rnr dot numi that's n-e-u-m-i dot com uh they can go around searching there contact me or they can uh, reach out to me via phone which is 213-509-7058 i'm on linkedin i'm on linktree uh shoot me a quick message and i'll be more than happy to share with you i don't pressure anyone uh, I love them just like I'm loving the conversation you and I are having right now because at the end of the day, nobody can get those dreams like but you. And if you want it bad enough, we'll work together. Awesome. Well, Roderick, thanks for being on our, my podcast today. It has been a, a pleasure. We met through Facebook, and uh, you, 
you are a great cheerleader, and I hope I have uh, given you some insight on some of the things I have going on. So I want to say thank you on behalf of the BBS radio family and my podcast, Let's Talk Deliciously Room for Desire. We want to thank you for joining us tonight. And I appreciate and I'm humbly thanking you for the opportunity to be a part of this fabulous organization and how your art reach is reaching out and helping others uh, in the area that you have uh, faith, hope, and love. You're always giving. You're always sharing. And I just want to say I appreciate you so much. Keep standing, keep shining, and keep raining out on everybody you see. Thank you. We hope you all feel motivated and empowered to pursue your dreams and embrace the opportunities that come your way. Remember, success is within reach. It's time to unleash your greatness. Thank you all for joining us on this episode of Let's Talk Delicious, the Room for Dessert podcast. Stay tuned for more inspiring conversations and delicious insights. Don't forget to leave room for the dessert. Until next time, this is Valisa L. Taylor signing off. Take care and stay delicious. Let's talk Corlicious Leave Room for Dessert podcast with Miss V. The Core Life Coach will give you the tools to build resilience and activate the leader within and identify what truly matters in your life. Some years down the line, you'll look back and smile at how you thought you might not get through it. That's when you'll be proud of yourself for prioritizing your well-being and personal growth. You are the rock star that your family and kids look up to for light. Let's help you grow and evolve with Let's Talk Corelicious Leave Room for Dessert podcast with Miss V, the Core Life Coach, an unparalleled opportunity to truly live up to your fullest potential and find comfort in your own skin.